Running in the early morning can really start to look attractive for a lot of people this time of year. Summer is the hottest time and the best time of day to run is usually when the sun is down and when it's the coolest temperatures. And that, generally speaking, is in the early morning. So maybe you're a runner who used to run on their lunch break or who runs in the afternoons. And now you're thinking, I wonder if I could just run in the morning. It would just make things a lot easier. I wouldn't have to be running in peak heat all the time. And yes, it would make things a lot easier. But making that transition to becoming a morning runner when you're not used to it at all can be very challenging, especially when you don't know the tools, tips, and tricks that all the morning runners seem to have. So I'm going to share with you what I did six years ago to transition from running from a more, I only ran in the afternoons to making morning running a part of my daily routine. And it was a struggle for several months, but these are the tips that I used to help me implement this lifestyle change. And so don't get discouraged if you tried before and it just isn't working for you. These are tips that will help you make it manageable and make it work for your life. So the first tip that I'm going to give you is probably something that if you've tried doing this before and it hasn't worked is going to be the biggest piece that'll make it more productive in the future. We don't want to take a huge step when we change our wake up call. So we're not going to set our alarms for 3 a.m. if we're used to waking up at 6 a.m. That is just too much of a massive change for your body to really adapt to. Waking up at three in the morning to go on a run is kind of crazy. So you want to make sure that you're doing baby steps here. You know, they say Rome wasn't built in a day and you're not going to make a huge drastic lifestyle change like waking up three hours earlier on a dime like that. So what I recommend doing is if you normally wake up at 6 a.m., we're going to just push it back to like 5.15 or 5.30 and we're just going to get used to waking up earlier. Um, That might just be the first step. So for the first week, You're not really even doing much except for waking up earlier. You might decide you're going to do some sort of strength training or some sort of activity in the morning just to get your body's rhythm in tune with, all right, I need to get up in the morning and do something active. Um, Because if you're not used to being active in the morning, it's very hard for your body to go from completely inactive to waking up three hours earlier and running. So the first week, you can just take it as waking up 45 minutes earlier, making sure you're getting to bed 45 minutes earlier. That's also key here. You want to make sure you're still getting the same amount of sleep. So we're just going to turn back that clock 30 to 45 minutes in one direction that first week and then do a physical activity in the morning. Maybe that's going to be yoga. Maybe you're going to go on a short one to two mile run one of these days, Uh, but it's not, you're not changing your entire running schedule that first one to two weeks. You're just getting up early and committing to being active to let your body's rhythm just start to make that change gradually. The next thing you're going to do, let's say you're, you're used to waking up um, 45 minutes earlier now, your body seems to be in rhythm with that, you're able to fall asleep earlier, you've been committed for that first week. The next week or two, you're going to start adding in shorter, smaller runs. So you're not going to change all of your runs. You're Again, you're still going to do the majority of your running, you know, at lunch or in the afternoon. So it's a short transition. We're not moving all of the miles to the beginning of the day quite yet. We're maybe going to do some shorter, um, easier runs in the morning and then continue to do whatever you're doing for your workouts um, later in the day when you normally would. Just to let your body have that chance to adjust and say, all right, we're running in the morning. Um, Another way that you could do this is if you're not training for a specific race or you're not in the middle of a marathon training cycle, you might just take a reduction in mileage for a week or two and just commit to running, you know, three to five miles in the morning. Um, 
And again, we're, you're probably going to have to wake up a little bit sooner, but we're changing your wake up time by, you know, 30 minute increments instead of just saying, well, we're doing 3am. So making sure you're making those adjustments and making them minor over time is going to be a huge payoff for you because it's baby steps to get to that end goal of being an overall morning runner. So it might take you a few weeks to kind of get in that rhythm, but again, just taking it one step at a time. First, you're just going to move up that bedtime and move up that wake up time. Then you're going to move some of the easy runs. And then eventually towards the end of that first month, you can be doing everything, including your workouts. Next, we're going to talk about how to prepare the night before and why that's important. So if you're not used to running in the morning, you probably maybe have never done this, but it's really important in the morning, you know, energy is low and it can be a little bit of a confusion and a cluster to get out the door. So what you want to do is set yourself up for success when you're focused the night before and you still have, you know, energy, you know, what's going on. So you want to make sure all of your stuff is laid out and in a place that you can access them early in the morning. So you don't want to be jumbling through a drawer in the dark and trying to find, you know, the right thing to wear. You want to lay it all out the night before. And maybe you're going to put it on your kitchen table or somewhere that's outside of your bedroom. That way you don't have to disturb anyone if you're sleeping with someone in the room. Or you can just get out of that bedroom and change your clothes. Get ready for your run that way. Um, laying out everything. So that's socks. That's you know, your, your sports bras, it's your, your belt. If you're wearing, you know, a belt to keep your phone and everything that you would need. Um, and if you're not going to run from your house, again, you're going to have to pack your, your bags for work, your gym bags. I don't know how your um, specific life schedule goes, but if you're someone who needs to have, you know, a bag packed to go to work or to go to the gym, you're going to want to leave all of that out the night before. That way you don't have to think about anything in the morning. It just saves you a step. Um, so being prepared the night before is huge. Next, a lot of people who aren't morning runners, they kind of struggle with that first getting out of bed in the morning. Um, if you're not a morning person, it can be really difficult when that alarm goes off and it just feels like, oh no, like I'm so exhausted. Um, and that's normal to feel that way sometimes, as long as you're getting enough sleep, what we need you to do is just rip the bandaid off. Do not sit there. Do not scroll on social media. Don't decide you're going to continue to sleep for a couple more minutes. You just have to get out of bed and commit to doing this. Um, and making that change. Of course, if you didn't, you know, get a full night's sleep or you're exhausted, it is okay to not um, run in the morning. But if you're making this life change and this commitment, the number one piece of advice that I can give you is save yourself by just ripping that bandaid off, jumping out of bed, and getting your run done as soon as possible. The longer that you scroll on social media or allow yourself that extra time just to wake up, um, the harder it's actually going to be and the less time you're going to have to do your run. So just get out of bed right away. No hitting snooze. Next, you know, once you're out of bed, that's great because you, then you can start kicking off that wake up warm up process. So you just went from laying down for six to eight hours or 10 hours, however long you were sleeping to getting up. So your body is really going through a transitional period right now. So it's normal to feel very tired, you're, you're kind of groggy, the blood flow isn't um, as great as it would be, you know, end of the day once you've been walking around a lot. We just need to get to your blood flowing a little bit before we just dive right into a run. We want you to kind of walk around your house a little bit, grab some water, grab something to eat, get the digestive system going, get your legs moving, 
um, just making sure that you're getting that blood flow and you're allowing your body to wake up um, in that time between waking up and getting out the door. So most people will give themselves, you know, 30 minutes just to kind of do all of those things. And really it's important to get that water, get that food because it kicks off the digestive system to start going. And it's great to be able to train your body to, okay, you're waking up, time to go to the bathroom, get all of that business kind of situated before you get out the door. And when you start um, consuming water and and some food, that's usually what kickstarts that process. And a lot of people like to go fasted or they, they don't know, oh, should I drink water before? It's good to be drinking water before because it'll kick off all of those processes in your body that we want to have happen before your run instead of during your run because no one likes to have to stop during their run to go to the bathroom. So I think most runners would go to the bathroom one or two times at least at a minimum before they start their morning run just to make sure they've kind of cleaned out a little bit and then um, hopefully they won't have to make pit stops. And it can be hard to kind of train your body to get used to doing that. But once you get into a rhythm, it kind of just starts happening naturally and you've trained your body to do that. And the next thing, if you're used to running in the afternoon, your body is used to being wide awake when you go for a run, right? So I just talked about how you were laying down for six to eight hours, you know, at a time. Your body was completely shut off. You were in this very peaceful resting state. And now you're waking up. You literally have like a 30, 45 minute window before you get out the door. So your body is like really still tired and it's in that fatigued state. Um, Whereas if you're running at the end of the day, the blood flow is going great. Um, Maybe you have some like adrenaline or stress that you're running off from work. And so you're dealing with a little bit of a different um, dynamic within your body and just understanding that and managing those expectations when you get out the door. Uh, Most morning runners find that their, their first mile that they clock in in that morning is probably slower than any pace they've ever ran in their entire life. Um, And it's confusing because the effort level is actually harder or just the same as it would be later in the day, but it's because your body is in this groggy, fatigued state from sleeping all night. Um, it just needs to wake up. So if you see your mile click and you're used to seeing you know, that first mile of every run be like an 8.45, 8.30, and you're seeing like a 10-minute mile, that's okay. Like that's normal. Um, and I, I don't think a lot of runners talk about that. That first mile, especially in the morning, you're going slow. You know, your body's waking up, it's warming up. And just have low expectations. Expect that you're going to be 60 to 90 seconds per mile slower, especially on the first couple of runs because you've never done this before. It's brand new type of running for you. And what happens is it's amazing over time. Your body actually adapts and it's going to get faster. It's going to get more efficient. It's going to understand how to run faster earlier in the morning. It's going to start expecting you to be running in the morning. And it will take some time to get used to. But in the beginning, run off of effort. You know, if 10-minute pace feels like what your normal 8.30 pace feels like, that's fine. Just honor how your body is feeling, and it is going to make changes over time. The next thing, we kind of already touched about this, is bathrooms. So we would prefer that you kind of be able to go before the run. Everyone doesn't want to have bathroom problems on their run. But just know where the bathrooms are. And sometimes that's more important when you're a morning runner because let's say you can't go in the morning or it's, it's too stressful to think, oh, I, I have to go. And training your body to go early in the morning when you're not used to it maybe is difficult for you. So what you might do instead is either circle your house so that you can come back in, use the bathroom, or 
You can, you know, run a route where you know where porta potties are to make sure that you have a place where you can stop. Because I know that's a really big stressor for people. It's like, well, I, I couldn't go before. And then when you're two miles into your run, you really have to go. And that can just be so frustrating in and of itself that you just give up the whole concept of morning running. So what we would hope is that you can go before. But if you can't, then that's fine. Circle your house because you know you're going to have to go on the run if you didn't go before. Um, that's that's pretty much common knowledge. And it's good to, to know where the restrooms are. Um, and don't let that be something that stops you from, from becoming a morning runner. So lastly, I just want to encourage you all not to give up because this is a difficult journey. And I know a lot of people who are used to running in the mornings, they can make it seem like it's supposed to be so easy. When in reality, it's a really big adjustment, especially for someone who has been running for a long time and they're used to running later in the day. And so it can almost be like you're starting over for the first time. I think the hardest thing is we go into becoming a morning runner with these huge expectations that we're just changing the time of day that we're running. It's not going to be that hard. I'm still going to be able to hit my paces. Everything's going to be fine. But in reality, it's a huge adjustment for your body because you're going from running later in the day once you've been awake for a long time to running early in the morning when you're used to being in this really groggy fatigue state. So just allow yourself that time and space. And for a lot of runners, I would say it takes at least a month to even feel like you you have a good handle on it. But once you've committed, they say, you know, 90 days to something, that's when it's really ingrained as a habit and as a routine. And a lot of people, they really like becoming a morning runner because it's out of the way. You start the day off on the right foot. Do what works best for you. So if you're listening to this and you're like, uh, I'm not really a morning person. I don't want to be a morning runner. That's totally fine. Um, it's all about what works for your schedule. There is no right or wrong way to be a runner. There's no ideal time to run, but it can look very attractive during these summer months to be a a morning runner because then you're not going to be dealing with the heat. And it's just all about weighing the pros and cons of your life and what's going to work. Another question that we get a lot is, what should you eat before a run? Maybe you're not used to eating before a run or it's hard to eat that early in the morning and then think about running. I would say you start with something light. Uh, so you're going to want to drink some water, kick the digestive system off, but you're also going to want to start seeing, can I eat before my run? Just doing us maybe half a banana or half a piece of toast before. And you're going to want to get that in quickly after you wake up to kick things off so that your body has a little bit of time to digest because the time span from wake up to getting out the door is very short. So you want to make sure it's towards that beginning right after you wake up where you're consuming or drinking that water. And then right away after your run, um, you're going to want to replenish with carbohydrate and protein because you've used um, carbohydrates on your run and you're going to want the protein to help rebuild your muscles. And they say the best window to get that in is between like 20 and 40 minutes after your run. So it's really important, especially in the morning, that you're replenishing that and you're not going fasted after these runs. You're going to want to get fuel in your body right away. And that's very important to kick off that recovery process and then have you set up for success for the rest of the day. I know sometimes runners, after a morning run, they're not super hungry because running can sometimes suppress your appetite. But later in the day, that hunger is going to be a lot stronger Um, if you're not fueling properly earlier in the day. So to avoid those super strong cravings later in the day, we really recommend that you get something in, you know, that 20 to 30 minutes 
after your run. So I hope that these are great tips and I really encourage you to stick with it, stay at it. It is a difficult thing to do and you're going to do this if you commit to it. So keep up the great work. And if you have any questions or you want to work with a coach, feel free to visit our website, www.runforprs.co. And you can chat with a coach right away and we can answer any questions that you have about training or anything. We're just here to support you. We love to talk about running. So hope that you love this podcast and you subscribe.